Welcome to the CompTIA BizTech Podcast, where we talk with industry leaders across our communities and councils to discuss business challenges, opportunities, and strategies for success. Hello, and welcome back to the CompTIA BizTech Podcast series, brought to you as always by your CompTIA Business of Technology Communities Worldwide. Today, uh, brought to you by our managed services community. Uh, my name is Gary Bixler, Vice President of Member Communities at CompTIA, and as always, your host for this podcast series where each week we'll bring you an interesting topic around the business of technology. And as I said, this particular podcast brought to us by our managed services community, which is ably led by Mr. Miles Jobjen. Miles, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Welcome back. It's a uh... It's, uh, this one's pretty cool. I'm excited about this, this, this topic. I think the MSPs are going to really re resonate with it. Yeah, I am excited too. And, and uh, I wanted to mention before we kind of dive in here that uh, the kind of powers that be that control our podcast wanted me to be sure and, and remind people to, you know, take a second, pause, take a second and actually subscribe to this podcast so that you know when they're all coming out. So even if you want to hit pause right now for just, you know, quickly and uh, hit that little subscribe button, that would be awesome. And then the last thing I would say is, you know, if you want to be a part of this community and be a part of kind of creating this content and a part of the discussion around these interesting topics, please join us uh, in uh, one of our communities. You can always find information about that on comptia.org. So before we dive into the topic du jour here, Miles, I got to catch up with you on your uh, aspiring music career. I keep thinking I'm going to log into one of these and you're not going to be here because you'll have booked a big touring gig with some big band and you'll have thrown in your hat here. Um, but I, I understand now you're getting the old band back together. We're, we're trying. I'll, I'll say you only think that because you haven't heard me play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we are though. It's, uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly when this, uh, when the, when this podcast will be published, it might actually happen in between here, but uh, over, um, over Labor Day weekend, uh, we decided we're going to stand in the garage and shout outside that way anyway, you know, and we're going to put up on, on Facebook. Um, you know, I think we might do Facebook Live. Uh, I'm not so sure. If you can find me, maybe you can find that. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll, I'll leave it to anybody listening to find it. Well, you you got to tell us at least what's what's the band name. So um, our band is called Beer Weasel. Beer Weasel. Uh, yes, um, it's all E's. There's no A's and there's a Z in there too, because you know. Uh, why not? Okay. <laughs> just a little bit of hint, I guess. All right, that's good. And how would you? Uh, describe Beer Weasel as far as um, we are. Um, we're Generation X dads, <laughs> so okay. classic rock and grunge, you know, kind of like that. A little bit of uh, you know, maybe uh, you know, White Stripes, something a little quote unquote modern within the last twenty years. But you know, um, exactly what you would expect if you were to look at me. I think. <laughs> All right. Very good. So this. Uh, this podcast today is really just a Trojan horse to uh, promote the Beer Weasel Facebook Live concert. <laughs> so uh, there you go. All right. Well, um, sounds like fun. I wish you the best. Uh, I may show up with my uh, virtual lighter in hand and uh, cheer you guys on. So that's great. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, to the matter at hand. So we've got another uh, really interesting discussion today. 
uh, with a few folks are around this topic of marketing uh, for managed solution providers uh, kind of in this age of 2020 and kind of looking to next year. And I got to tell you, as much experience as I have kind of speaking and, and teaching uh, groups of solution providers, when it comes to the marketing modules and the content that I've been able to deliver, a lot of eyes just kind of glaze over. I mean, this is something that solution providers in general and historically have admitted that they are just not good at. And now we enter into a time where, you know, the businesses in a lot of cases are kind of in crisis or at least in transition and, and having to operate differently and already maybe not seeing marketing as a strength. You know, this is a really timely topic, it seems. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I really appreciate what, uh, what Heartland and Devin were able to bring um, to this is a very clear message of, hey, this is a strategy. And then these are the types of tactics behind that, that that will help you execute that strategy. So if you're limited in your budget, they've got strategies for that, or excuse me, tactics that will you know fall under a, a strategy of costing you, know, controlling your cost, right? Um, so we'll, to your point that some this is a thing that maybe a lot of MSPs do struggle with, um, I, I, I'm really excited to be able to present just some very clear recommendations and things from uh, from a couple of great experts in the field. Yeah, some real practical advice, and that's really important because, frankly, it's it's so easy to design something that's awesome on paper, but nobody could ever afford it or have the resources to be able to pull it off or the skills or whatever. So there's some really good practical stuff uh, in here. Uh, I'm excited to get it out to our audience. So why don't you uh, introduce it and, and kick us off? Absolutely. So um, this came from our, uh, our August um, community virtual meeting that we had. And one of the topics in there was about marketing and, and, and some of the challenges around that. And we just didn't get enough time to really dive into it. And so um, I, I was speaking with, uh, with Heartland and, and he's with eBridge Marketing Solutions as is Devin Rose and, and just figured, hey, you know what, let's have a talk about what are they seeing out there? And you know, what is working right now? What's a good strategy to take on and, and, and approach uh, the market today? Because there are opportunities, you know, if you're not <laughs> said we don't want to bring it up, but there are you know businesses that are struggling, and and so there are opportunities for you right. to uh, to jump in there. So, um, with that, I, I I I'd like to turn it over to to them, and 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 we'll get going. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. I'm really excited. We have two great guests. Uh, they're both coming to us from eBridge Marketing Solutions. Uh, you may recall Hartland from, from a prior BizTech podcast that we had with him talking about acquisitions and things like that. So Hartland, welcome back. Hartland Ross with eBridge Solutions. Along with them comes Devin Rose. Uh, Devin Rose also, uh, there is a little bit more of a focus on the marketing side of things. And I'll give Devin an opportunity to, to kind of talk about that. But uh, Hartland, welcome back and, and thanks for being here. Um, tell me a little bit about eBridge and then I'll kind of set up our conversation for today. Sure, Miles. Well, a uh, pleasure to uh, to speak with you again. And uh, yes, um, for for those of you who um, listened to the session last time, it was uh, March, I think, and uh, times were 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 different, I guess, in some ways, and the same. But uh, anyway, uh, great to be back. And yeah, my name is Hartman Ross. I'm with uh, eBridge Marketing Solutions, uh, specifically uh, the president. Uh, we started about 20 years ago as an agency uh, focused specifically on uh, IT service 
firms and growing those firms organically uh, through uh, various marketing uh, tactics and strategies. And we evolved uh, over time, and so we now have sort of two um, uh, lines of business, really. Uh, we have our marketing agency side, which uh, Devin primarily heads up, and we have our M&A practice as well, which is uh, where I spend a bit more of my time. And so today, uh, we've got a session that uh, we want to talk to you a little bit more about, and it uh, is, is really focused more on marketing, but uh, uh, referencing uh, some acquisition opportunities as well. So um, I'll let uh, Devin introduce himself. Yeah, thanks Heartland. So as eBridge's VP of Digital Marketing, I help IT service firms with their, mostly on their online marketing, whether it's improving their websites or their social media or their advertising campaigns or, you know, content creation, lead generation, all that good stuff. So um, yeah, I've been doing this for about six years now and uh, I really enjoy it and uh, I'm happy to head up eBridge's uh, marketing side of the business. Awesome. Thanks, you guys both for being here. Like I said, do appreciate it. Um, and so there is the reason I reached out to these folks in particular, actually. So we, um, we just recently in August had our last virtual community meeting. Uh, we had a lot of great little small breakout groups and actually stay tuned for that. We've got a lot of uh, YouTube playlists and stuff that, can, that are going to be driven out of that. We just did a great one with the tools session. But at any rate, a little plug for myself there. But uh, one of the, the, the common themes and the challenges that came out of our small group discussions with, with community members was around marketing and, and, and how the heck am I supposed to be doing this right now, right? They're, they're concerned with, with how much information their, their, their partners and, and clients and everybody is, is already being overflooded with. They don't want to come across, you know, as being the, the, the slimy salesperson, right? Trying to capitalize on things. But at the end of the day, these service providers are important, right? And, and now's an important time to have discussions with your partners and with your clients around uh, uh, the, the reality of today, the, the increase in ransomware, the, 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 the increase in scrutiny upon um, the, the tech service in general, right? So they need to somehow still get in, in their, uh, the, the, the mind space of their, their customers and partners and things like that. So this is a big challenge, it came up a lot. Um, some ideas were shared, but, but overall I thought, you know what, let's see what some folks out there who are paying attention to this uh, industry, uh, maybe they, they've got some light to shed and, and thus here we are. Uh, so Devin, I'd love to kind of just with that big broad kind of kickoff, you know, um, what are you seeing out there when it comes to the, the world of, of tech solution provider, you know, their marketing, what are they doing? Are they even thinking about it in the right strategy? Um, what's going on? Yeah, so you know, the, I think the overarching theme that I see when I look at discussions on Reddit and Slack and other community portals is tends to be a little bit more oriented towards tactics than it is uh, strategy. And, you know, I, I think the reality is that uh, COVID has not really made tactical elements uh, any easier. Um, a lot of people are looking for what I would characterize as a magic bullet that's going to be uh, a tactic that really just helps them get their marketing in gear and to start generating leads and closing on those leads. But if anything, during these uh, COVID times, it really seems like the tactical elements have been restricted. So it, to me, that underscores the, the importance of having a, a good strategy during these times. And then once you understand, understand the strategy for your MSP, then you can start slotting in the tactics that make sense towards that goal. 
Um, so, you know, we have a, a few different ideas for MSPs to consider in regard to what strategies they should be thinking about. And we're hoping today to talk to you about, you know, a strategy that goes after market share in particular, um, or a, maybe a more cost-focused strategy, or there's uh, also the strategy of trying to position the company for acquisitions. And they all have their own merits and they're going to be appropriate for different MSPs. So I was thinking about starting off with the market share focus strategy. And, you know, going after market share right now uh, is supported by a few different things that we're seeing in the market. First of all, there is smaller MSPs who are really struggling. You know, these are the guys who don't really have the budgets to insulate themselves from these, uh, you know, from the, the challenges right now. Um, and we're seeing a lot of smaller MSPs who are either selling or shutting down shop entirely. Then for you know, mid to larger size MSPs, we're seeing a lot that are reducing their marketing budget because of the uncertainty uh, and just generally not being very aggressive with the marketing. So it presents an opportunity for MSPs who wish to be a little bit on the contrarian side to go after the market right now, which is fairly soft and, and go after it with an aggressive uh, marketing campaign uh, that is aiming to gain market share and really trying to position the company uh, for a post-COVID environment. And there's some benefits to doing this. Uh, you know, gaining market share now um, it helps insulate you in the future. I, I once, you know, the, the market conditions improve and other MSPs start, uh, start marketing also. Well, you've already started to build up your pipeline. You've already started to get brand interactions with people who might be interested in your business. You're just a few steps ahead of anyone else who's waiting. Um, it also means that, you know, once, if, if you're growing during these times in, in the future, once you're larger, that you're gonna be able to negotiate more effectively with vendors. So, you know, right now by spending money in marketing, it could actually result in efficiencies later on. Um, and also because there are MSPs closing down shop, um, th there, are there are customers who are interested in replacing those services. So getting out in front of them and being seen uh, is, you know, a good way to pick up that kind of low hanging fruit during the these times. So then the question becomes, well, what marketing tactics are suited if your goal is to go after market share? Um, and, you know, it really starts with brand awareness campaigns, which frankly, I know a lot of MSPs tend to shy away from uh, preferring more direct response. But, you know, during these times, there is a good argument to be getting out there and, you know, get on social media and be seen locally. And, you know, whether it's paid or organic social media, you know, you want to be you know, posting interesting things and being seen in your local market, but also you can follow up with those people on social media with advertising. Um, you know, uh, broader, you know, digital advertising right now is a great idea as well. Whether it's, you know, advertising on specific websites that uh, might be of interest to your, your, your target market in your region. Um, or another good option is just remarketing. So that's when people visit your website and you serve them ads after the fact, whether it's on Google or just, you know, uh, social media or websites generally. Uh, you, can, you can reach people who've already visited your website and re-engage with them. Um, you know, it's also a great time to lean on your vendors who are also struggling um, and, you know, who are fighting for, uh, for, for their own market share um, and to see if there's opportunities for co-op dollars, for MDF dollars, um, maybe joint marketing programs. Uh, you know, 
whether it's you know virtual events uh, like webinars or conferences or whatever, um, or in some markets where maybe the pandemic is is calmed down a little bit, there might be some opportunities to start up with uh, with local events again too. It's going to be very market specific, obviously, but uh, for some regions that is a possibility. And another tactic that would be a good one to consider is traditional media. Um, again, not one that we really see a lot with MSPs most of the time, but right now, whether it's billboards, radio, television, newspaper, or even industry publications or associations, all those are struggling too, you know, and so they're, they're offering more price breaks than normal and it's more affordable uh, to get on local TV than it was before. And that is a really great brand awareness uh, activity. Um, but, you know, it's not just all about brand awareness. You do need to worry about direct response as well. And, um, you know, I already mentioned remarketing, which ties into direct response. But you can also do uh, Google ads and Facebook ads. There, we've seen a, a, a slight depression in the prices, like the cost per click costs on, uh, on Google ads and Facebook ads uh, during the pandemic, just because people aren't advertising, advertising quite as much. Um, and then you also, you know, can look at some of the, uh, the, the more uh, common tactics like teleprospecting and um, inbound marketing, which, you know, involves content creation and search engine optimization. Um, all that stuff is still really good right now in terms of the direct response. Um, but we realized that, you know, the going after market share does require an investment, um, you know, and right now it can be a little bit... Um, um, if you're risk adverse, it might not feel like the best time to go after, uh, you know, an aggressive marketing campaign and put those funds towards those, um, those tactics. Um, and for some MSPs who are perhaps a little bit, uh, you know, don't have the funding or the budget for marketing, it might make more sense to go after a cost focused strategy. Um, you know, the, during these uncertain business times, there's, um, there's, you know, it's, it's hard to know how long this thing is going to go for. So uh, for some MSPs, it's going to make sense to be a little more conservative. In particular for MSPs that may have been uh, serving industries that have been hurt, whether it's hospitality or even like health, like dental. Um, there's, you know, a bunch of verticals that have been impacted and the MSPs who support those verticals have been impacted too. Um, and for those MSPs in particular, it probably makes more sense to be a little bit more conservative uh, when revenues are down. Um, so what marketing tactics can help uh, with a more cost-focused strategy? Well, you really want to try to make the most of what you already have going on. So this involves, you know, you want to upsell and cross-sell your existing customers. I mean, it's a uh, it's a little bit of a cliche, but it's a lot easier to upsell an existing customer than it is to acquire a new one, and it's never been more true than now. Uh, you want to leverage your existing database of leads, you know, whether you've collected them from your newsletter or, you know, past uh, marketing campaigns or whatever. Dust that list off, clean it up, and, and get to marketing to it. It doesn't cost a lot to do that. Might also be worth considering price breaks. It's obviously not... Uh, you know, MSPs are not keen to reduce the revenues right now, but if you can reduce uh, a client's price who would otherwise leave, uh, you know, leave your firm, then it might make sense. And perhaps you could offer them some sort of a deal where they extend their contract longer uh, at a lower uh, monthly rate. 
Um, and also it's a good time to ask your happy customers if they know anyone who would be a good source of a referral. Um, you know, it's a little bit harder if, you, if you're an MSP that really focuses in on a specific business vertical because, you know, people aren't going to be wanting to refer um, the, essentially their competitors. But if you're not so focused on a vertical, then it's definitely a good idea to see if there's uh, any referrals that could come in. And, you know, it's, it's a good time also to think about reducing your costs. You know, there's a lot of MSPs that uh, rely on SaaS tools. I know as a marketing agency, we, we, we use a lot of SaaS tools as well. And um, it's worth considering whether or not they're all still needed. Um, you know, Heartland, I know you mentioned the other day that you saw some research about how many SaaS tools an average business has. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said it was around 25 uh, uh, for an average business. And um, that yep. seems quite, quite excessive. And um, you know, there's definitely some savings that would be uh, possible there that could be reallocated towards marketing. Um, and also a good time to negotiate with vendors and to maybe uh, consolidate your vendor relationships and, and simplify that to reduce the cost as well. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's low cost marketing tactics that you can consider too. There's the newsletters, mail, uh, mailers, um, there's, there's blogging. All these things take your internal time, but don't have any external costs associated with them, or at the very least, very minimal external costs. Um, Google Ads, well, you know, Google Ads can be a very costly strategy uh, if you stick to it to be to being very highly targeted, and you go for a campaign that's really oriented towards your geographic region and really oriented towards your services. It, it, it won't be extremely costly, and you'll get good bang for the buck. It's a good time to review your website, the user experience, see if it looks nice and modern. Um, you know, that's a relatively small investment compared to something like a, an advertising campaign. And it's also a good time just to pound the phones and, and do teleprospecting, whether or not you're doing it internally or using an outside firm, which is something that we do. Um, you know, lead generation through phone calls is still relevant. Um, there's obviously some challenges because people are not in the offices as much. Um, so, you know, you're calling people at home, but it's still, you know, a key component and something that I'm hearing from a lot of people that they're having continued success with. So those are the, you know, the, the kind of the two marketing strategies that, that I think make the most sense right now is the, the market share focused one and then the cost focused one. And um, in Heartland, I, I, I know another one that we were talking about was uh, positioning your company for an acquisition. Yeah, absolutely. And as I mentioned earlier in the uh, in the session here, uh, I had done a conversation or a, a podcast rather with Miles uh, in March, and it was uh, related to M and A. But this is uh, certainly not a, a repeat of that. But really looking at it from a different lens here, and saying that um, there there are going to be opportunities uh, in in the market right now where where some MSPs are for one reason or another deciding to sell. I think that we're going to see more of that. I think that um, the, the the sort of full implications of this whole thing uh, haven't yet been seen, and that there'll be um, groups that are just, for one reason or another, either uh, forced financially or perhaps it's just more of a mental, uh, you know, exercise that uh, they they were perhaps going to retire anyway, and uh, this has sort of accelerated their timeline, saying, look, I. 
has been too difficult a year and I don't want to go through this again or perhaps they have to rebuild the business they've lost revenue and they have to build it back up again and it's just they just don't have it in them anymore and and so as a result you know I think that we're going to end up seeing a, a lot of um, MSPs uh, coming online here as we would anyway uh, over the next number of years from retirement reasons and, and and kind of consolidation that we're seeing but I think it'll accelerate uh, as a result of groups that uh, have just kind of gone through this uh, this period and uh, decided that maybe now is the time. And so I think that uh, this fall and, and into next year is, is kind of where we're going to end up seeing that. And as Devin mentioned earlier, you know, even from a marketing perspective, I, I highly recommend being on the lookout for these types of opportunities because sometimes it's your customers that end up being the first ones to notify you of these types of things. They phone up and say, look, you know, uh, we're interested in getting a, a quote from you to to replace our services because uh, we're with uh, another firm and they ideally for you would mention that other firm and you know, they're they're shutting down or no longer supporting uh, these types of services that, that we're getting and um, and so we're we're having to to kind of uh, jump ship here and and looking for a different provider and so from a marketing perspective you can use that information and um, and then also of course from an acquisition perspective uh, you may decide that uh, it uh, makes sense to jump on that opportunity get in touch with that MSP and see if you can uh, transition you know not just the one customer who phoned you uh, but but also uh, you know a series of them so um, you know really I, I think that um, the opportunity for acquisition it's it's again you know we talked about different strategies and this is not uh, mutually exclusive to any of the ones that, that Devin uh, discussed but that uh, now is you know a particularly good time and so I think that um, buyers you know in, in cases where um, you are in a what we call a sort of secondary or tertiary market so these are not you know downtown LA or downtown uh, Chicago, New York, but but rather in some of the smaller markets, if buyers will will have less power. Um, there'll be fewer alternatives if you pursue uh, an acquisition strategy and, and acquire uh, some of the the would-be competitors, because now you may be you know the only game in town, or or at least instead of uh, five players, you there may be four or three, and of course your competitors may also be um, doing the same thing. So you know bear that in mind. But um, uh, and perhaps that's another reason for going down this road. The other thing that I, and I did touch on this in March, but one of the benefits of acquisitions is you can also acquire uh, additional skill sets, right? Um, you can bring on talent uh, that uh, is particularly um, skilled, either servicing an industry or uh, a particular technology. And, and in terms of um, these Acquisition, this acquisition process, um, you also build additional relationships. They may be vendor relationships or um, uh, open up uh, you know, new uh, industries, new verticals uh, for you. And really all of this kind of achieves scale that uh, further um, protects you from, from new entrants, right? Because you're just going to have those, those efficiencies and uh, the, the new entrants are, are going to be sort of starting from scratch. Um, in, in terms of um, uh, marketing tactics, um, you know, I, I think that uh, the same goes. Um, if you if you clean up your your um, with what Devin was talking about a few minutes ago, you know, cleaning up your internal processes um, are, are going to be key because if you're looking at uh, growing through acquisition, 
you, you need to make sure that you're not going to be replicating uh, some of those same uh, challenges that you might have and internally uh, from um, a sort of an operational standpoint and, and a, a provisioning standpoint. So uh, make sure that if you're going to, to market and you're going to acquire new customers, regardless of that whole onboarding process, regardless of which methods you use, uh, the customers need to uh, have uh, you know a good experience, and so now is also a, a good time to, to kind of revisit some of these things. So you know just to sort of summarize what what we've chatted about, really um, we've uh, discussed this idea of growing market share through through marketing. Uh, we've talked about not perhaps necessarily growing market share, but um, looking more internally at a kind of a cost focused uh, strategy, and cost is different than price, right? So cost is uh, a matter of being able to lower your cost and increasing your margin, not uh, lowering cost, not lowering uh, price to customers. Now, you could do that as well, but they're, they're different. So we've, we've talked about those two. And then the third one, uh, as I've just been discussing here, is, is um, focus on acquisitions. So I think that, you know, really, uh, and you can could and should do this at other points as well, but I think during this period, it's the obvious time to to kind of look internally and, and ask some of these hard questions and figure out what strategy is going to make the most sense for you. And these are some ideas uh, that we had. If um, you're interested in uh, talking further about any of these, uh, we certainly would welcome a conversation. And if you have any other ideas and things that uh, you're having success with, uh, we'd love to, um, to share those as well and, uh, and, and hear about your experiences. That's wonderful. Thank you, <clears throat> Heartland and Devin. This was good stuff. Um, I really appreciate that you were very, uh, very clear in, 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 you know, lining up, hey, look, here's some big overarching strategies you can approach from. And then not, and then we didn't just leave them there, right? And then, and then here's some meat, you know, sink your teeth into with some real um, uh, tactics and examples of of what it means to grow your market share in this, you know, uh, today, right? What, what, what does that mean? And what does it take to do that? So, uh, great stuff. I, I really do appreciate that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little bonus surprise question, and so if 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 it turns out that that you don't have an answer, that's okay, and I'll cut this part out. But otherwise, I think it'll stick. Um, have, have you seen or have you heard? And uh, maybe I'll, I'll toss this at Devin. Um, what isn't working, right? So uh, you know, leaning into a market share and looking at your costs. And, and kind of, you know, if that, you know, so those are two approaches. Is there something that, that maybe used to be a, I don't want to say tried and true or whatever, but is there something that just is, is a bad strategy for, for, for today? Uh, I think at this point, um, you need to be really sensitive to your messaging and what's really not working is the fear mongering. Um, and it's, it's a tough line for MSPs to walk as well. Because, you know, say the value that MSPs provide to mitigate ransomware threats, that's a very significant value. But people are just so overwhelmed with um, fear-inducing COVID-related messaging that they're just tuning it out these days. So you need to figure out a way to provide that value. And even though that ransomware has been escalating through COVID, right? Yep. People are working at home more and the hackers know this and they know that there's more vulnerabilities to go after. Uh, so it is an increasing concern, but you, you, need to, um, you need to 
tread lightly and find the right tone and, and not be too fear mongering uh, when you're explaining the value that you provide. Um, even though, you know, the, the costs of ransomware are obviously very high and it's very scary for companies, but you, you can't overestimate that too much right now. Um, otherwise you're just going to tune people out. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I, that, that's, you know what, I, I love that I heard that because that echoes what we're trying to accomplish in the, in the uh, security community. And that's really how to have that conversation, right? Um, you know, not just through a fear mongering standpoint, but through, you know, to educate them on what it takes, what the reality is, not in a, you know, gloom and doom, but this is the reality as well as kind of, you know, some, some table stakes for, for doing business, right. In order for us to protect your business, these, these bits of, of, uh, you know, security controls need to be in place. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I, I love that, um, that particular answer because it, it agrees with things that I already thought. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Miles, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll just add a, a couple other quick um, comments there as well. I, I think that um, one of the things that we've seen is that there are MSPs who are, um, um, let, let's say you've got a, a bucket with holes in it, right, and it's, there's water leaking out in a number of different places. The MSPs that are just simply coming in and, and uh, uh, sort of band-aiding solutions and, and plugging uh, you know, certain elements rather than looking at this holistically and say, well, wait a second, you've got water leaking out in multiple holes here. We need something that's more comprehensive, something that's more holistic, and, and let's look at each line of business and let's look at, at this um, uh, you know, kind of from a, from a business perspective and what are the business challenges you're facing and, and let's look at trying to solve uh, all of these things. And of course security is, is absolutely uh, one of those, but rather than coming in sort of tactically and saying, all right, well, we're gonna uh, uh, set up a phone system or we're gonna um, set up uh, you know, Office 365 for everybody uh, in isolation. And the, the challenge is, is that I think you're going to leave the door open to other groups that have got a more comprehensive solution that can come in and say, look, here, you're still vulnerable in all these areas. Yes, you've got a service provider that's handling certain elements, but you, you really need to, to look at this thing um, holistically and uh, understand their their business challenges. So you know, sort of what's not working. Um, I I I'm not sure that it's not working. I think that it's setting you up for danger um, oh. if you are just uh, kind of bandaging uh, a client's request. They come in and they they might it might be their request. That's what they're asking for. But the reality is they really need more than that. Right. Uh, and of course, when things go wrong. Uh, who are they going to point to? Because uh, ultimately, you you addressed the initial request, but you weren't looking at at the bigger picture, and, and so there were, um, you know, they're going to expect you to be the expert to have pointed out what they uh, wouldn't have, have necessarily seen. Exactly. Yes, uh, you're, you're you're dead on there. Um, I think a lot of MSPs are are once they start positioning themselves as a valuable business kind of consultant and strategist, I think they a lot of them will be surprised at how much your, your partners and your customers will begin to rely on you for that exact role. Um, you know, you can go into your QBR with your, your customers and they're like, well, I don't know what we got planned in three months. <laughs> so it's like, you know, maybe now it's on you to help them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, and then the only other one I would just add is, is just really um, uh, industry uh, focus. We've seen, uh, We've seen the, you know, one of the um, 
I should have said this earlier, but sort of the have and the have-nots, right? So you've got MSPs that uh, might have had a great focus on on uh, either you know, restaurants. Um, I know there was a group uh, that I was speaking with at one point last year, uh, and they were focused entirely on the gaming industry. They had, uh, and things were great. They had customers in Las Vegas and uh, Nevada, and you know various other places, uh, or other places in Nevada, and uh, you know. At the time, it was great, but of course, uh, who would have seen that the code would have come? So, I think that uh, vertical focus is good, but but uh, absolutely. So, being focused, I think, is uh, so. What's not working? I think not being focused, uh, either on products or verticals or or um, you know uh, specific uh, challenges, uh, but at the same time, recognizing that. Uh, with uh, with COVID, that there's going to be uh, some verticals that are going to make more sense than others. Excellent. All right, guys. Hey, Devin, Hartland, both of you, thank you very much. Um, we, we got a little off track at the end, but I think we, we hit into a couple of nice little nuggets there. So it was great. Um, appreciate your time today. I know the community appreciates your insights. Um, you know, happy to, happy to keep talking in the future. Excellent. Thanks, Miles. Well, thank you very much. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the CompTIA BizTech podcast. For more information on CompTIA membership, communities, and councils, visit comptia.org membership. If you enjoyed this podcast, the greatest compliment you can give us is subscribing, sharing, and liking the broadcast.